Hey, this is Josh from Movie Streamcast, and you're listening to Forgotten Flicks Remembers. Forgotten Flicks Remembers Mischief. <laughs> 1985. Was there a horse in this movie What's like that? that, that is there anyone you like? Marilyn McCauley. You and she doesn't know I exist. You got your work cut out. Hey, watch the tongue. I bet you I can get you Marilyn in 30 days. Rule number one, make eye contact every chance you get. Lower your eyes a little bit. Gives you a smoldering type of look. You okay, Jonathan? You seen Rebel Without a Cause? Twice. Wanna go again? She was for me. I like Bunny, remember? Girls don't put out to the bakers. They don't? Please, Marilyn. It's been 17 years. Let go. Oh, that's the farthest I ever got. I owe it all to you. You're going all the way. What I like about you is that you don't look dangerous. Even though you are. No. My parents are going away this weekend. Hi, Mrs. McCauley. There's no time like the first time. Mischief. You know what? I'm just going to go watch this again. We understand what you mean, Peter. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Forgotten Flicks Remembers, or just Forgotten Flicks, or whatever we're calling it this week. Or just reminisces. Or just, it's, or it's just a lot of Darryl, reminiscing about my childhood. De- or just Daryl is not wearing pants, <laughs> which is par for the course. <laughs> I was listening, I think it was uh, uh, Jason, one of Jason Powell's show the other day, and they were discussing the fact of how many podcasts mention the idea of podcasting without pants on. And now they think about it, it's become a bit of a trope. It's it's a bit of a, it is. It's a, bit of a podcasting yeah. cliche at this point. I'm going to wear my pants for the rest of the show. I think we really should. Just commando. I'm just going to go wear, commando. Yeah, just with no, no underwear at all. So I am Joel. And I am joined by, how about this, let's, let's do that really clever thing where I go, I'm joined by Peter and Daryl, Daryl. <laughs> we just we didn't even practice that. We yeah, we didn't. Did. It was, it was, and it sounded like it. Yeah. We are discussing <laughs> mischief. <laughs> We're discussing. God, I, I love it. I, we're derailing Joel here. You are a little bit. The hell out of people. It's almost, it's almost like, it's almost like you, uh. Throughout uh, Kelly Preston, full frontal. That's how derailed I am. Oh, this what? movie, Mischief from 1985, is a. I guess you'd call it a teen comedy with a with romance. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a romantic comedy. Would you? I would call it a coming of age story. <laughs> how would you spell coming of age? Um, yes, yeah, so it, it, it is. It is a coming of age story. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You like yeah, that's that. good. That's good. I I agree with you. I think this is a coming of age story. But I would say if you're just gonna, because really no coming of age. If you're at a video store, which, you know, there's tons of those left. So yeah. if you're at the video store, you know, you have your romance section, your horror, your westerns, blah, blah, blah. So I think this would probably be in comedy, straight up comedy. And then it's sort no, of. No, 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 no. Mischief would have a shelf of its own. Mischief yeah. of its own, just by itself, just multiple copies in, in the Peter it video would. store. Yeah. And, and, and Peter would be browsing to have, mm, which one should I pick? Mm-hmm. The oh. non-sticky one, or oh, <laughs> that's because of the juju bees you ate while you were. Yeah, uh, of course. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. The snow caps you were eating. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what else did you think? I mean, come I have on. No idea. Uh, yeah, this movie I have not seen in probably 23, 4 years. Oh, that, that recent, huh? Yeah, it's pretty. It's been pretty recent. Pretty recent for me. Um, and I remember really enjoying it as a child, uh-huh. Uh-huh. A, a young lad, a teen. I, I bet you did. But here's the thing: my my sense memory oh, of this movie. Yeah. What well, Peter's like? Here, here we, we go. go. This here it goes. goes. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Here, here it goes. Go. Okay. So my memory of it was that it was this semi funny. Uh, raunchy or you know more vulgar romantic comedy, and I'm not trying to say it like a you know like oh it's a vulgar film, but you know I, I, I guess I was thinking more Porky's, more Revenge of the Nerds, like that, like a movie that I probably would watch now and I'd maybe kind of chortle at, but and the 12 year old in me would really laugh at, but then I would think okay yeah I get it boobies, and I thought this was that movie, it's not, no it's not, and Peter, I freaking love this movie, yeah. like. Love it, love it. Like, I still can't get over how much I actually enjoyed this movie. We, the last few ones we did before this movie have been movies that we have not, we, we, (laughs) me and Joel have not watched. Like, some of the, it's funny that some of the ones we've we've seen, we haven't watched in years. And then we watched I've never seen The the All Nighter. I never saw The All Nighter. That was my first time seeing that. Yeah. And then we watched it and, and all, and, we kind of misremembered or you had that memory because you were young when you watched it, how you thought you liked it more than you did. And then yeah, we were mm-hmm. But this one, I will have to say what I remembered of this movie was still accurate. Really? See, I didn't. Re- I, it's funny. I almost remembered nothing. I remembered Kelly Preston was in it. I actually thought that she dropped trial at one point, but I couldn't remember it. Like I remember, it like you like wow. that. Yeah, should I say this like a romantic way of saying she, it? She I'm saying, you know what, what I will have to say it. about this movie. I will have to say this is the most realistic. I would say coming of age Thank movie you. because yeah. it, it this is, it made me think back. Like when a movie can make you think about your own, and this was supposed to be set in 1956. I well, I'm not that old. Yeah, if it had been set like 63, but. Even, but just at the heart, shut up. <laughs> at the heart of it, I don't think in black and white. <laughs> that old. It's Pleasantville <laughs> with Daryl. Shut up. Um, but it actually it gets to the it, it at the heart of it. It is they they felt like teenagers. Like when they talk, they sound like teenagers. When they did things, they 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 did things like a teenager would do. The emotions that come out of it about sex, like, you know, there's a tendency to overdo that, it overdo the, the, the wanting yes. to, to have sex for the first time they, to the point where it's so unrealistic. It's just a joke. Well, first off, if you're new to the show, welcome, yeah. of course. And yeah. um, I hope you'll stick oh, around. Yeah. If you're Don't still leave here. Us. If you're still we're here. sorry. Yeah, we're sorry in advance. Uh, we're also going to let you know on the front end that we... <laughs> This whole point of the show is to discuss these movies as we remember them or don't remember them and to, right. to analyze them and pick them apart. So this is not a spoiler-free show. Now, I've heard from folks who say, well, do you really even need to say that? Because the movies you talk about are 20-something, 30-something years old, and people uh... have pretty much seen them. But here's the thing. I am a spoiler-free kind of guy. Like I'm the kind of person that 
when someone says, oh, did you, you're, you're going to go see the new James Bond movie or whatever, and, and it's a James Bond movie for the love of God. It can't be that different than all the other James Bond movies in the grand scheme of things, yet I still don't want to know Jack Squat. So when somebody says to me, well, the reviews, I don't, I'm not reading the reviews. I'll see it, then I'll read the reviews. Right. to see if Because I, I don't want to be tainted. I don't want to be sullied. Like, I watched the international trailer for the new Star Wars movie. Have you seen this yet, by the way? That was great. Oh, it was, uh, yes. first off, Hello, way better than the American one. Like, the American one's great. Like, the first it one especially was, was really good. The yeah. second one was like, it's good, but I kind of felt like, okay, all right, now I'm good. But the international one shows things I'd never seen. There's mm-hmm. a part of me that almost wishes I hadn't watched it. I'm sure it didn't give away anything plot-wise, but it was almost like it was just a hair too much. Like, I, I from here on out, I'm done. I'm not watching anymore. Well, nothing. we're not getting anything else. I well, mean, that's what they said, and then we got that friggin' international trailer. That's all we well, always get international trailer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't Japanese use... ones. Yeah, but I didn't. And, use... and, and for people who think, oh, why are you talking about uh, Star Wars when you're doing mischief uh, movies set in the 50s? Mm-hmm. Because how does this movie start? Oh, good point. Sure did. Dude, that I, I forgot. I, I, only I, not only did I forget it for a second, I thought I downloaded the wrong movie from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it comes up, it's, and it's a, it was it the same font, the same color. It says, yeah. a long oh, time right. ago, and, and it's a long time ago, and it didn't say Galaxy Far Away, it just said dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot, and then. In 19- no, it did say in a galaxy did, far, far away. Yeah, did it so. say, Doug? Did it say that? Because it, yeah. it says in Ohio, yeah. 1956. I thought it. Yes. Okay. Well, it threw me for a second. I literally thought, did some jerko do that, that thing where they'll upload a different movie, but they'll put it under a different name with a different thumbnail, trying to bypass YouTube's whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. But no, it was not. It was mischief, thankfully. So, uh, not that so I wouldn't have been thankful to watch Star Wars again, but yeah. not to completely derail us. Uh, the yeah. point I'm trying to make is, I don't want to be spoiled. Spoil it, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Here are, here's what I'm saying. Spoilers ahoy. If you have not seen Mischief, it's not, you pretty much, I think, can guess how certain things will turn out. Because, I mean, it's a teen coming of age comedy kind right. of thing. Right, it's not a surprise. No, it's but. It's not like they ended to go, it's a man. But. And but you go, what? Yeah, but. <laughs> it's Ray Finkel. But. <laughs> But, but, but. Laces out. Laces out. <laughs> this is a man he's got the worst case, case of hemorrhoids I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cried so hard at the beginning of Ace Ventura. I literally was t- tears streaming down my face. Oh, I'm man, an embar- Certain I movies see. I embarrass everybody I'm with when I go see yeah, them. That shows your uh, immaturity. Me and, uh, I th- me and my best friend watched that at the premiere. I th- we were at the front seat and we left. Yeah, basically from the start till the end, and, loud. And, and now those that are new to the show, you get the level of how highbrow our humor isn't. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, the point being, spoilers ahoy. Yes. Now, uh, Peter. Yes. Would you like to uh, synopsize? I shall give it my best try. Okay, go for it. <laughs> and try not to go unconscious in the process. <laughs> Okay, so Jonathan Bella is a shy, good-looking guy, though. But that's, not, uh, yeah, not... that's what I like. Real quick, I also like the fact that I bought everybody yeah. in this movie in their role. So the fact that he's supposed to be sort of the a bit of an outsider, outcast, yeah. geeky mm-hmm. kid, but he's not so extreme caricature. No, 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 he's no, not no, creepy no. kid. No, he's not creepy kid no. that you'd be like, yeah, Kelly Press is going to give him the friggin' time of day. None of that. No. Or he's no, so good I mean, looking, it, it, but they put like owl rim glasses on him, and that's all they have to do is figure out, take those damn things off, and then he's like a stud. They didn't do that no, either. No, he, no, he, he wasn't. Uh, what what, uh, what Daryl said, it, it feels real. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a shy guy. He he can talk to girls, no, not no problem. Like that. That the but one he can't he knows. really. Yeah. Yeah, but he can't really talk to girls, if you know what I mean. Right. He's the he's uh, okay. the he's the he's looked at as the friend. He's never yes. looked at as yes. Uh, yeah. he's he, he never friend. left a friend. He's the cute right. friend. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Right. And uh, he's uh, yearning for Marilyn McCauley. <laughs> Uh, who a, is a girl who should uh, yeah and she is basically principal. out of his yeah basically out of his lead right a little bit or league oh. yeah until the rebel kid arrives and next door Eugene mm-hmm. who rides around on his motorcycle and, and and people's front lawns and almost gets run over by the should we say already the town <laughs> Yes. Yes. Captain yeah. Captain Douchey Pants. Oh yes. yes. Kenny, uh, who goes with uh, another uh, lovely woman or girl in this movie, uh, Bunny, and uh, Eugene takes a liking to her. But we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But uh, long story short, Gene is going to help uh, Jonathan get laid, basically, with Marilyn. Even takes a bit in thirty days. Mm-hmm. Your point about keeping the long story short, I I want to jump to the fact that what I immediately, really truly loved and appreciated about this movie is that it hits on multiple tropes and cliches mm-hmm. yes. that are just everywhere in eighties teen comedy, any teen comedy really, but you know the teen coming of age. I mean, just the the bet. I'll get you if I can get you laid. You know, I'll mm-hmm. make you a bet. Blah blah blah. Or the just the tropes of the geeky guy who meets the cool kid who's going to turn around with the my fair lady thing except just in yeah, you know, I mean, gender it's all here changed yeah it's all yeah. there but here's what i love everything that would have been the driving plot of most movies of of this genre it, they're almost like just subplots or just moments within the film but they are not the the characters are truly what drive the movie and what i like is that it feels as if Everything that happens to the characters happens organically because of choices that they make rather and, and their life situations yes. rather <clears throat> and, rather than the fact that somebody realized, well, crap, they've made this bet. We've got to figure out how, you know, we got to contrive a situation where the girl finds out about it and gets really pissed and then storms off and then he's got to get her back and then he's got to, you know, real, get redemption. I mean, none of that. It feels very huh. real. Like the bet aspect is never really even like, after he achieves the, I guess, the winning of the mm-hmm. bet. And it's oh, and by the way, it's also not skeezy. It's not like this misogynist. Hey, if you can get her pants, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I would have to say it, it. The tendency, if like if Kelly Preston wouldn't be in a teen movie today, the tendency would to be to make her so to the point where she's not even a human character anymore. Yeah, caricature. She's just pretty. Yeah, the she's a pretty character character who just walks around being pretty and with nothing yeah. she's kind of and she's not slut shamed like they would like she's very open and yeah. and confident she's a confident girl because she's yeah. attractive yeah. she's outgoing yeah. so she's confident and if she likes a guy she'll ask a guy out if she doesn't she doesn't so she doesn't and she also they show her early on she's not mean yeah she's, she's not, not a mean, a mean girl, girl no. which is no. another thing they tendency to throw in to make every attractive girl in the in the movie very mean to everybody. And that's not always the trope. That doesn't happen all the time. Now that you say that all the women in this movie, I would argue, were depicted 
really well. I mean, especially right. when you consider it's supposed to be the yeah. 50s, right? So, yeah. I mean, actually, everybody, and I mean, obviously, this is supposed to be this small Midwestern sort of town, but even, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a couple African American characters, and they're not big parts by any stretch, but no. one of them was a cop. And I, did that jump out yeah. at you guys? I was like, Wow. Okay. That's well. That's of... realistic too, because there were. I, I'm not uh, saying there were, yeah. but I'm saying in a town that's yeah, that yeah, true, Lily true. White. I guess we're mm-hmm. going with it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm pretty sure there's an area <laughs> of that town that that are that is predominantly black. But what I what I guess what I found interesting. But it wasn't a thing. Yeah, it wasn't. I guess in '85, no. the fact if this movie came out today, <clears throat> I would expect that. Like that wouldn't even like. But the fact that it's '85, right? And it wasn't a thing. Yeah, like okay, go, go to Back to the Future. Like I think of that town and the town in Back to the Future, Hill Valley. <laughs> there, there's a similarity. And when he goes back, uh, mild spoiler alerts for Back to the Future for you. Uh, nobody <laughs> who hasn't seen it. But just in case, Goldie Wilson, right? That whole thing. He okay. He's going to become mayor, but he's what is he? He's like the bus boy and the the right. dying. You know, what I mean, like that kind of thing. It wasn't right. any of that. And the fact that the women in this weren't just sex objects, I guess, is where I'm going with that. They because it felt like the person who wrote this actually lived in this town. Yeah, like, well, it, the it, guy it, who wrote it, Noel, Noel Black, did at least according to MDB Trivia, so take that for what it's worth, mm-hmm. there was some statement that this was semi-autobiographical, and it felt See, like it. and that is the difference. That is the difference. Like, I didn't have that experience where the girl was mean to me in the beginning. I didn't have the, you know, like all the silly stuff that they would amplify yeah. in a yes. movie. Yes. It wasn't in this. And it still was funny and enjoyable, because the jokes that... What made it even more funny, the things that did happen, was it was funny because I can remember similar things happening. So you want to just jump to the boner yeah. scene? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it's like Daryl says, uh, the, the things done in this movie uh, are kind of stuff you goofed around with uh, with your friends. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to ask that girl out. I'm going to ask that girl out. And your first. You say I'm gonna ask that girl out one more time, and you don't. I'm gonna go over there, yeah, and I'm gonna ask her out for you I'm gonna... to shut you up because I don't want to hear yeah. you anymore. Planning <laughs> about this girl. How many times did it happen growing up? You, you, and you, and you actually, she actually sometimes says yes. Yeah, it occasionally, it occasionally happens. Yes. Occasionally, it happens. Occasionally, yeah. what? Yeah, one out of ten. I was. I think too. What I really appreciated was, for instance, in a lot of movies, they would have done the thing where the good-looking rebel guy mm-hmm. would have stolen the girl from the geeky guy, right. which would have broken his heart, and then he has to redeem himself. But and they, right. but they really established very early on that Gene has the hots for Bunny. And mm-hmm. what I also love is that their relationship, while romantic sexually i mean it's not platonic i mean it's def- definitely meant to be this uh, hot romance between gene and bunny it's not mm-hmm. it's more of a sweet classy yes classical kind of romance the way it's portrayed and the you know the montage it's just all that stuff where and it, and it parallels the fact that jonathan is trying to get marilyn's pants Right. But, yeah, and and actually, uh, if you look at the story, uh, the, the bunny and Jean uh, are the is the sweet, uh, more straight played love story. Yeah. Whereas right. Marilyn and and, uh, and Jonathan are more like the the comic relief, basically. Yeah. He tries. He tries to do. Yeah. He tries to do what Jean does and mm-hmm. fails, 
like in the wow we're drawing jumping all over the place but which but, we do which yeah we do when, when they to... dance in the in the in the diner mm-hmm. gene kind of uh dips bunny and then jonathan tries the same thing and they fall yes <laughs> <clears throat> so uh they're more the the comic uh, and I, aspect of it. i think what bunny digs about jonathan is that if he is kind of geeky yeah. but he tries yeah and he's a, and, I, and he truly is a good guy yes right and i, I think that's but i like uh, with women more than you build up this thing in your brain about a about a woman about a girl especially he's only 17 he has no experience yet in that so he's built up this thing he's had he doesn't know what a relationship is he doesn't know any he doesn't even know if he wants one yet he just wants to have sex because the hormones are pumping you know it's the thing and that's what we want you know like and that goes to our brain that's what we want so <laughs> It's not him sitting there pining, writing notes. It doesn't happen like that all the time, you know. And then you have, and you have Daryl get answering a phone call in the middle of the podcast. People always have to freaking do that when I'm doing something. <laughs> it's um, like they know. It's like they know, Daryl. <laughs> it's not my fault. Um, Hang on, but, but it's not. I always said, put take the phone off the table. Always, but <laughs> to have, and then you have the 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 friendship between. Uh, Jonathan and um, and Gene, yeah, you can see it grow. Like you can see it yeah, build because yeah. in the beginning there was no friendship. There was just I'm the cool kid. You, I'm the new mysterious kid. Kid yep. coming in. You, you know, the outsider. Uh, and and Jonathan looks at that and goes, "Wow, I, you know, like you're like the movies." And that's what he's probably based his sure persona yeah, on, that, which we do too. Yeah. Yeah. The people in the movies and he's like wow you're cool and he kind of takes advantage of Jonathan a little bit in the beginning like you have yeah, money but, uh, yeah yeah but it, yeah, it's not, not it's a lot, still, but, but it's I mean, still kind of yeah. innocent there's still like a right. it's not a mean-spirited right thing. yeah and then there's a point where they start to talk and things start to happen uh while they're uh hanging out and they kind of find out that they do have some things that they have in common yes and they're they they do have a common ground and what I love is when it gets to the point where uh, they almost get arrested, yeah. how they take up for each other. Yes. That's when you know your friend. Like, you know when it clicks after a while. You hang out with each other, but you know you don't know if you're friend friends yet. And then stuff happens, and then you find yourself taken up for your friend. That's when you're like, damn, I guess he is my friend. Yeah. I guess he is one of my best friends because you start to... You don't even think twice about it. But you none just... of that felt contrived. Like nothing. No, there was, it, it felt like you said. You felt. I felt that there was this arc that that yeah. that they went from the movie starts. The new kid moves into town, which is sort of this great, you know, classical way to. You always have to have that in that little that little moment that starts your story off, right? So so it could be a funeral. It could be a wedding. It's like a a moment of something new happening, which sets everything in motion. So this new kid moves into town. He's a neighbor. Lives a couple doors down. The, this other, you know, kind of like he's a shy. I don't really want to call Jonathan nerdy because he's not. He's academic. Not nerdy, he's, but just not. Mildly he's not awkward. adventurous. Yeah, he, my, he, yeah. Socially, a little socially awkward. Not to the point right. of being a right. you know, complete uh, outsider. Like nobody would even talk to him. It's not that extreme. I would say awkward because he hasn't just hasn't had those experiences yet. Yes. Like he just hasn't had enough life experience that he's kind of. Um, 
he's kind of of ignorant of a lot of things outside of the town. But what really hit me what was when he uh, Jonathan's because are they next door neighbors? I don't remember. Does it uh, does Gene? Yeah, they're next, yeah, uh, next, door. next door neighbors. Cause, yeah, Bonnie lives a little further down the street. We find out. We find out. Yeah, that's right. And and we find out a little bit early on that Gene is with his father and that his mother has died. Right now, yes. of course. You don't see the father up close at first, but literally the second, not when he first yells at him about the motorcycle when they first show up there, but I think it's when, and it wasn't when he's playing the violin because again that was it wasn't enough of a straight on shot. It may have been when he was at the door, or it was some point a little later on. I was like, "Holy crap, Terry O'Quinn's in this!" Yes, it's him. Yes, Terry O'Quinn's in this, and I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Uh, need this. So maybe we should do. Well, we yeah. well we will we're going yeah, to we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll jump to that we'll jump to that next. Um, okay. So Terry yeah, Terry, Terry Quinn is his yeah. dad, and mm-hmm. but what here's what got me. There is a moment when Jonathan is just got done taking a shower or whatever, or looking at his uh, nude in the sun magazine, whatever. <laughs> and, and he hears <laughs> those magazines. Yeah, the the nudies. He's he hears beautiful violin music, and mm-hmm. he looks out and he sees. I guess he's. Jeans upstairs doing some sort of you know handstand meditation thing, and then the camera cranes down a bit to the lower floor, and you see his father playing the violin. And they end up creating this just hints. It's not like overly explained, but you do oh. find out about his dad having been in this orchestra, and you find out that you know at some point you find out that there's a, some kind of abuse going on. I mean, there's these things that make the character of Gene. So much more than just the cool greaser kid, right? Who you know is yeah, gonna yeah, he's yeah, bored because, and yeah, he, he stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he tells uh, Jonathan after his mother died, his dad kind of had to quit the the the, the orchestra to yeah. take care of him, and and then uh, he resented him. Gene, kind, yeah, and Gene kind of got a little bit out of line at the other schools, and and his dad kind of belted him around a little bit. So, uh, but all the characters to me had that aspect to the it's a good writing quite honestly i think the thing the thing that separates this movie out it was it was well made and and the thing about most teen comedy type movies as long as you attempt to you know have decent cinematography and editing yeah you know, they, they they seldom are known for their visual flourishes but right. this looked good. I mean, still uh, to me, it looked still looked. You know, I watched it on freaking YouTube. It still looked good. It was well shot. And what yes. got me also is that the pacing was so well done. Yes, very tightly paced. It was not. It didn't feel like it dragged in it any spots. Was, I'm not saying it's as great as Stand by Me, dude. I thought Stand by Me too. But I, what I think one of the crap. things that made Stand by Me such a classic movie is that as you watch it, it just flows. But even so the tone well. of this—that's what I would compare. Because this has yeah, it did funny it moments, a, but kind of sad moments in it too. Quiet, but tra- funny, quiet, tragic—all that's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's just set very well that you never think about the time. Like there was never—I'd noticed that I was sitting there watching it, and it was never a thing where I'm looking at my watch mm-hmm. or I, I you let me go do something else and come back. Like I didn't have any of that, and then before I knew it. The movie was almost over. So, yeah, and I mean, for, they, they cover they they actually cover quite a bit of ground in it, and you they never, do. and you it, never really it, it never drags. And Jonathan's 
their first and what they also seem to be able to do. And that's the sign of a, of a good director to be able to do this is Jonathan in the beginning of this movie is no, there is not the same as the end, but it happens slow. It, it just happens slowly and naturally. And, and um, the same thing with, with Gene, he, the guy, the greaser guy in the beginning, who was a little, just a little bit abrasive, mm-hmm. not the same guy. Like he's learned from the people. He had his first love. He learned, mm-hmm. and we've all been through that. You are not the same after you have your first love. You, you, it forces you to mature from either it not working out to it working out. There are just decisions that you have to make through your life when you start to when you find yourself falling in love with someone and having a, a that type of relationship for your for the first time mm-hmm. that's when you literally have to, you you literally start to think about someone else besides yourself for the first time before yeah, you have but, yeah and i mean what's good about the movie is you can't pinpoint exactly when it happens because yeah. it's it's so well written that it just it just happens it, it, it right it, it totally does well i i think it, for me i like i said the direction was very good the acting was top notch i for me too the, but the the narrative the again because they touch on the tropes mm-hmm. but they do it in such a way as it never feels it never felt contrived and cliched to me like honestly no. very early on uh, and and i'm sure you both will appreciate this uh daryl i think you will in particular because we actually discussed this movie not that long ago in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. um early on when Gene and Jonathan are, you know, discussing the bet and they're walking to school and because no one seems to really be acknowledging Gene and he's got that whole greaser thing going, I swear to God, this is all I heard in my head. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is the heavenly kid. Minus the, the, minus, <laughs> minus the heavenly part. And, oh, and, man. And then, but then, but, but that's what the movie did to me. Like there'll be several yeah. times I think, okay, I've seen this before. And then, it would twist it, and you would it would go in a different direction. the The dynamic between Bunny and Gene, like I said, I still can't get over how sweet and non creepy misogynist it was. It was it wasn't though. It was not. And it's real love. Yeah, I, I mean, would there's a good say, chemistry there too. I would, I would say, in fact, I could see that his that she reminds him of his mother. Yes, I think there was that that kind of like mm-hmm. yeah, like the whole yeah. yeah, you marry your mother kind of vibe. Because he yeah. mentioned how when the because for their relationship, their the father and the son's relationship to just collapse after the mother dies. She was the glue, right? Yeah. He didn't come out a jerk. Like he didn't come out angry and a jerk in the beginning. So I'm in my. I have to say he his mother was probably very good to him. Mm-hmm. Him and his mother yeah. were probably very. They had a good relationship. Sure other to for him to be raised in a way that he wasn't mean because he could have came off as the bully sure he could have came into this and became the bully he never did yeah he never looked at jonathan and said i'm a bully this kid you know he he never hustled him he never in fact he said you know what i'm gonna help you out yeah i mean even with the relationship with his dad even though it uh kind of uh, deteriorates a little Mm -hmm. bit i i mean when they sit and talk him and jonathan you Mm kind of get the feeling that uh, he's sad that, that well, he, of course he misses his mother, but he, I think he kind of misses the 
uh, I mean, at one point it was good in his life between yeah, right. him and his dad, and and I you get the you get the sense that he really misses that, but he doesn't know how to and get it, it back. No, and I think it kind of with Jonathan and Bonnie and everything, it's like he's slowly getting some of that goodness back into his life, mm-hmm. uh, turning it around a little bit. He did. Since Peter brought up the cast, and we're a good thirty minutes into this, and we probably should have done it on the front end. Uh, well, do you guys want to just kind of just go through each person briefly? Yeah, let's dig it in. Let's, uh, dig, yes. let's, let's dig it in. Yeah, let's okay. dig it in. So, uh, Doug, uh, it's it McKean or McKean? Probably McKean, right? Doug McKean. Yeah. Like, right? Kind of looks like like yeah. like uh, Nancy McKean from the Fast right. Life. I'm thinking McKean. And he was in a movie. In 1982, that I freaking love, and it's one of those that I revisited a couple years ago, and I had not seen it since I was a little kid. It's mm-hmm. a Disney movie, but it was one of those live action based on a true story Disney movies that was way too serious and borderline dark. You know what I'm talking about? Like where yes. you, you go back and you go, that was a Disney movie? What? And then they found his body in a ditch. Well, not quite that dark. But it was called. <laughs> oh, my bad. Not it, was, that it was called. No, it was called Night Crossing. Are either of you familiar with this movie from 1982? No. You know, I, I, I've heard of the title, but... We're older than you, so we stopped watching these films. Oh, right? I get you. Well, th- actually, this would, have been, this would have been a legit movie for you guys to watch, even as old men in 1982. <laughs> it, was, oh, okay. it was based on the true story of these you just two... just insulted us. Wait, Wait no, I, just I, insulted I, did, did I? Did I? You called us old men. Two, two, <laughs> two... Well, my mom called me old yesterday. Wow, so. when your own mom calls oh, you old? Oh, man. That is something. Oh. Yeah, she was talking about some China. We uh, we had coffee from. Oh, this is old. This is from 1968. And I just looked at it. But hey, mom, <laughs> I was born in 1968. Yeah, you pretty know much anything from 1968's old, hon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. And notice how it's got cracks in it, falling apart. No, it actually has like gold lining, so it's okay. Okay. Do you? Do you have gold Do, lining? You don't have gold. Well, lining. I kind of wanted to turn it around that I had gold lining, but. People looked at me strange. So. Yeah, they, they kind of would. Pull your yeah. pants back up, Peter. Yeah, All right. your mom's in the room. You can't do this. <laughs> so she is the holy. <laughs> the, mo- <laughs> the, the, the movie is called Night Crossing, and it is about it is a based on a true story about these two families in mm-hmm. East Germany who wanted to escape, and they do it via hot air balloon, and it's a true story. Uh, and he was in it. I, I think he played one of the sons because. Balloon? And uh, what's that? Was he in the balloon? You said you were. He was in it. What, yes, the, I think at one point he actually does. Mild spoiler for the night crossing. I think he does end up in the balloon. Yeah, uh, he is one of the sons. I, I, I'm co-signing. I know. Yes, and uh, John Hurt is in it. He plays one of the dads, and I think right. is it John Hurt the other dad? Is like both. No, it's Bo Bridges. That's right. Okay, I just looked it up. Yeah, Bo Bridges is the other one. So it's John Hurt and Bo Bridges. So it's got. A, I mean, good cast. Yeah, uh, Jane they, Alexander. And there's wow, actually. Familiar. Yeah, Keith McKeon, spelled the exact same way, mm-hmm. makes me wonder if maybe that's his brother. I don't know. It's his only credit. But they don't <laughs> say. That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe he did get him a gig. You never know. Yeah, it's the guy's only credit. So, so yeah, it, but that was a f- I remember loving that movie, and that, that held up. That be that might be a decent one to do at one point, because it's actually a really decent okay. drama. All right. Okay. I don't know if we'll get many jokes out of it, but it's actually kind of... It's one of those we'll watch and go, yeah, so... Yeah, they ran. They life, were running life, from right, the really Nazis. So, the, no, no. Oh, the Soviets. Jesus. Oh, the well, Soviets. Well, wow, we both just showed our United States public education because technically, <laughs> technically, 
West, West, I mean East Germany, rather at the time it was they were communist, but the Soviets are the Russians. So would that be considered Soviet? I, I don't it know, right, I mean, Peter? Hydra? Peter, you're over, know. you're over there in that neck of the woods. What? No, the Vikings. We'll just what did you guys do? Should we lay a lie? All right, yep. Yeah. No, seriously, who would, would, would those weren't considered? They weren't the, the East Germans weren't considered Soviet, right? No, they were just. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I just whispered another tangent. We go on sometime. Oh, what were we? We, 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 we call split it, off from a split off. Yeah, it's it's called it's called the <laughs> the proof that geography and history may have been left out of the curriculum at Joel's public school. Yes, and old men don't stay on the subject for very long. No, they really don't. No, so he was in the miniseries Centennial. I don't recall oh, come that. Come on. <laughs> you haven't seen Centennial? No. It's about American wow. American history. America. Well, I know he most yeah, recently. Richard I, in it and, and, and stuff like. Well, most yeah, recently, he, I remember him from Masters of Sex. He was in that show. I bet oh, you do. In her go. He played a reverend, actually. Did he? Yeah. I oh. did notice in his credits he was in "I Spit on Your Grave, Vengeance Is Mine," which I'm guessing is the continuation. I know they remade "I Spit on Your Grave." Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, pass. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I've seen the original. Pass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's not go down that tangent. All right, so... uh, Yeah, so... uh, And then, of course, playing... We'll go... We'll jump to uh, the always lovely Catherine Mary Stewart, who plays Bunny, and I was... And I think we will have the discussion of, okay, who did you prefer, blah, blah, blah. I think I'm going to stun both of you when I say Terry (laughs) O'Quinn. No. That's true. It's true. You both just go, yeah, your point. We totally saw that coming. Uh, Catherine uh, Mary Stewart. Beautiful. Well, I, what I, I always digged about her is what, because I always find this attractive uh, about women, is when they are the type to, to, they're into things. Like they're, when they're very into different uh, hobbies and stuff and they're, they're kind of, they're as geeky they don't as you mind. Are. They're, huh? they're as geeky as you are. Yeah, I do. I love it. Like, whatever it is, like, even if they're into woodshop or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. But just seeing a woman who's attractive be into stuff is just a turn on for me. Not the regular thing like makeup and stuff like that, like what they tell you you're supposed to be into. I like women to think (laughs) and they're into just. Whatever it, whether it be books, Just whether it be it. literature, you like movies. women that are into guns and nudie magazines. That is I what you like. That that's cool too if they're really into it. I mean, that's. No, but no, that's, but I mean, what what? But you know what I I'm mean, saying, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, she, in, independent. Uh, right. Because Bunny is, uh, she's not really. Uh, how do you say that? I mean, she's she's an independent one. The, the, she seems she like she was ahead of her time. Right, she yes. doesn't go Thank with the, she there doesn't go. go with the with the with the crowd all no. the time. No. Thank you. Yeah, despite trying. being beautiful, despite having the most right. popular kid in school want her, she really wants to. And and, and, and I, don't you just love those eyes? Yeah, I think yeah, it, and yeah, the, the eyes, eyes do yeah, it too. And she's not, and she's not a jerk. Like she's nice Again, to Jonathan, yeah, I mean, no. and she's yep. you know like she's attractive and whatever. But it's not a thing where I could see her being nice to people. Mm-hmm. Strangers. That's also yep. attractive too. She's yep. kind. She seems to get. You the know, she that. seems to be kind. 
and I could I could see her being a, a doctor or or I could see her volunteering and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I could see her doing. I mean, that. Yeah, I can. You can actually you can see that she will actually fit nicely in with the the future with Jean that they talk about in the movie. Right, running a running a farm and. With horses and and stuff like that, you, you, I mean, she fits she's a, perfectly. She's into that. that, like, and that I think yeah. that that was a thing that I like about her. There was a there was a very attractive thing. Well, and the way that Catherine Mary Stewart always plays characters, though, everything mm-hmm. I've ever seen her in, she does imbue them with this. It's like vulnerability, yet, but yet they're very intelligent and strong willed. Mm-hmm. But they're also yeah. there's a a softness and this vulnerability to them that right. makes them so likable. And she could and she could give you she give you a run for your money though. She's not somebody you're gonna be a pushover. I, I like that too. I yeah. always I always like that until you get into an argument with a, a woman like Well you can't win. No. And you love them so never. you don't you, you don't you don't want to win because you never win. Well what you do is you have that moment where you realize yeah I'm the one. I'm the one that got settled for. I got. I. Yeah. I. I dated up or married up. I probably should just shut up now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. And that's you know yeah. she started early with that. It's and you like, do. Yeah. You. And you say yes, honey. I'll You're lie. right. And you well, go. Damn it! She's smarter than me. <laughs> Let me just shut up now. Yeah. I'll be in my wrongness over here. Pouting. You do what you do. Don't you just love those eyes, though? Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Preston plays Marilyn. Marilyn McCauley. She, and I'm not generally, I always go for the brunettes, but I don't, ever since the first time I've ever seen Kelly Preston, I have always, always. Always. I mean, (laughs) always. Always, always. Even when she plays, uh, kind of a, I've never, I've never been into the, like the really ditzy character, you know, like the. the, the you know, I always feel like with these funny. Let me just address that real quick. She, some of the characters she plays, I always feel like they're pretending to be. Yes, that that's what she gives off. It's like she's, even when she plays that part, that's not really her. Yeah. Like the character she, knows, she shines through it. Yeah, There's some it, actresses yeah. who play that part, and it's like you just see that part. But there are others, and when they play that part, it's like you're really smart, but you're trying to fool everybody. What's the first thing you remember her from? See, for me, uh, Catherine Mary Stewart, probably Last Starfighter is the first thing I actually remember. Her. I would have to go Lord, Star, Last Starfighter as for, well. For Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah. Yes. What about Kelly yeah. Preston? What is the first thing you remember her from? I think it would have to be maybe Riptide, maybe. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I remember her from Twins, but I mean, I, Twins I was the first ben. thing that I remember where I became very aware of her. Now, yes, it yeah, probably I helped mean, that I was. It probably helped that I was about thirteen at that point, and this is that whole thing with her and the negligee. I'm just saying, mm. but I'm just saying that was where I became, and then I think I saw Secret Admirer shortly thereafter. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I saw Ten to Midnight, the, the uh, Charles Bronson vehicle. Uh, she had a small part in that one. Okay, uh, and and nothing to lose, you know, with uh, Martin Lawrence and oh, yeah. uh, oh that's oh, right. And she was in Christine uh, as well. I think I remember her from that too. Yeah, she was in Christine. Well, the uh, yeah, she, I think, I think so, she yeah, played yeah. the girl he he got. He was in the car with him or something, or he dated, or he slept with her or something like that. When he when the car really possessed him and he became yeah 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 I think yeah rebel. I haven't seen he that in a long time. Wow. 
Yeah. But I, 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 it's something about when I see her, she's always been attractive and not just attractive physically, but she's just got that thing. It's just some people got that thing. Yep. And she yep. has that. If she's in a room full of people, you're going to notice her. Yep. Yeah. She just got that. Even when her hair is not, it doesn't <laughs> even have to do anything with the hair because she's changed her hair color before. She's had brown hair. She's had, you know, dark blonde. It's still. She yeah. got that thing still. And it, it don't mean even a thing if it ain't got that swing. Aging. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't mean a thing. If it ain't yeah, got, that, got that thing. And she's getting hotter as she's getting older, yeah, which yeah. is another thing. Actually, all all they, the women in this in this that were in this movie. Yeah. They get go, hotter yeah, as they all get of them. Like they all oh, look amazing. Just, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just So yeah. Chris Nash is who uh, he plays Gene Eugene Harborough. Yep. Son to Terry O'Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really recognize him. He me looked either. he he looked to me like a youngle a youngle. What the hell? A youngle. He looked like a youngle. It's kind of like a youngin, but with a dingleberry. <laughs> wow. The youth. What did he play? What, the youth. Which one was he in the race? Because I don't. Yeah, remember. Minty. I was like, is that one of the guys in the race? Yeah, the don't first remember. guy who died. Oh, was oh, like, really? That was him. Really? Dude, he's a good yeah. actor because he looked nothing like him. That was a I'm year saying. later. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, I have to go back and That's watch that. that. He was in Satisfaction, too. Yeah, you should go back and watch The Wraith. I like it this time. Damn it. I did like it, it especially how he I framed did. his brother. Yeah, that yeah. was great when you, you, when you yeah. could frame your brother yeah, yeah. from murder. Yeah, and, and if, then, if people haven't listened to The Wraith episode, the like, go, go to the 124 <laughs> mark. He somewhere. marked it down. Yes. I did because I've listened to that that sequence <laughs> six or seven times. I was Daryl. Do you picture it right there. now? Wait, wait. Peter sitting in some Swedish woodland somewhere, mm-hmm. head in his hands. Just he's got that one oh, section no, no. on was, a loop. I, yes. Yeah, I was I, I was laughing my ass off. And he's like, and he's like, he's like, no, I've got to be able to pick their their argument apart. Let me listen to it again. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I've got I to can't. find a loophole. I see his kids going, Dad. Let let it go. No, I have it, 50 pages of notes and nothing works. Dad, just, just, just. It's got to be a way right, to prove Dad. that that is not what he meant. It's all right. By Mike, giving his Dad, brother the murder weapon. Daddy, why is that teen <laughs> man laughing at you? It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll never get old. No. No, I Unlike no. the munchies, which no. it already has. Uh, <laughs> Say it. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, Nash. Nash. He was satisfaction. He looks like a little bit like Michael. Is it Pere? Pere? Look at it. The guy from Streets of Fire. A little Street bit of Michael Pere. 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 My grandmother's last name was Chalette. So I, that's, that's, that's Louisiana French. So I, oh. I, oh, God help us all. All right. True. Yes. Doesn't he remind you a little bit of him, though? Does he remind you a little bit of... Uh, He's got that. Yeah, look. but I think. Yeah, I think it's kind of because you know, in in uh, and shit, I'm brain farting now. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Welcome to the old guy podcast. We oh. can't remember whether we left our teeth in or out. Greatest American, greatest American hero. There we go. Uh, I mean, Michael Perez. Uh, oh yeah, he does. Yeah, you know yeah. what? He does have yeah. that look of when he was in high school when he played somebody. It gotcha. happened to me. Yeah. Sorry. I can't believe it myself. <laughs> Wait till that remake comes on TV. Lately, really cool. I'm on top of the world. 
<laughs> yeah, then you drop your teeth in the, the yeah. soup. Uh, could you? Did he tell you, nurse? Could you get that for me, please? Please, Ben. Oh, what a way to go! And your nurse looks like Kelly Preston. Yeah, that I really would not last. Well, that's because the medication kicked in. I'd be like Jonathan in the in the in the classroom, which I actually laughed out loud. Too many yes. of these movies that we rewatch, yeah. I'll chuckle. I'll <laughs> well, do that sort of polite. <laughs> I laughed at that for other reasons because I've been there. Oh, every if you were. A relatively functional that whole thing male. There had to be some situation. It's an affliction. I'm sorry. Everything <laughs> makes you uh, happy for no reason. Nothing. You the could, wind you blowing. You could look at a chair. A you could look at a chair. And you're, and you're like, look at the legs on that thing. And you're like, those legs are curvy. Like a whoa. <laughs> yeah. And and then they want you. And what was horrible growing up at that time was that. There was not a thing about baggy pants, so yeah, you could get away with that. So any type of uh, um, See, all happiness you, all that you, you're feeling, all you kids that wear skinny jeans out there, <laughs> yeah, we every even even these skinny the jeans they can hide some things, but not the way when we were coming up. Those pants showed all of your emotions, <laughs> all, yes. all of them. Yeah, but that all that scene is hilarious, and everyone. Is laughing. Gym class was horrible. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Because you know they used to make us in gym. This was so ropes. They oh. used to make us in gym wear those shorts, you, the basketball shorts, those high basketball. Uh-huh. Shorts. I remember those. Add to that that the female track team in our school would also be there, so oh. we would they'd be running around in circles. That's just so oh, they could bouncing around the. This this is how they wanted to torture men. This is basically, I guess, they were training us to to be able to control yourself. Yeah. This week, we're learning about self control. Right. Yeah. It's all about self control because they would throw us us uh, hormoneful children in the circle <laughs> in the gym class, and we would have to do exercise and all this crazy stuff. And then they would put the they would have the the track team, the female track team. Just doing laps, just running around, sure. bouncing around in the most beautiful looking shorts for a, you know, for a child going through puberty that I'd ever seen in 1971. So, right. So the teacher trying to talk to you when you, of course, you had a drill sergeant for a gym teacher because that's what they did. Of course, when they retire, yeah, they got yelling somewhere. orders to us and we can't even think right because our brains are going. She's passing by again. She's passing by all again. The, all the blood is gone from everywhere. All right the now. blood is gone. The, you're trying to think. Other you can't places. think. There's no way you're going to look cool in front of any of them trying to do exercises. Not in those shorts. Not, and you're not that dude. Unless you're that dude that's already in shape and stuff. Oh, I thought you were, refer- yeah. I was, I thought you were referring to that dude when he got happy. And everybody's like, well, I can't even judge that. Can I hang your towel on that, please? <laughs> and you're like, damn it. I'm a failure again. That guy, that that was the that was the jerk that would just kind of put his hands, like interlock his fingers, and put him behind his head, like you know, oh, like right. like you're gonna lay down and just walk around all proud. Like, yep. was a, you got something you want to say? Yeah, I, you need a place in the. I think, well, was this in the ninth or tenth? I think it was the ninth grade. Pamela, still remember her? First redhead I knew. Oh my god, she's a redhead and she. She developed before everybody else. 
and she ran track very and and she would Were run you around say very well did she, did, she, did she run track in a beautiful way she ran track she was that oh. girl of i would never have a chance with her ever in life it's probably now it wouldn't even in life she's your Marilyn Foley. but that seeing that like watching um watching Jonathan pining over her, like all that stuff in the show. This made me watching this movie made me remember all this stuff. Yeah. Like it just yeah. it just did it to me. It it made me remember all those emotions and stuff, and that embarrassing moment in that class. Yeah. Well, they, for, well, for full context, I mean, those of you that don't care about the spoilers, yeah. he his buddy sitting next to Gene. Dro- Gene drops his pen, drops uh, Jonathan's pencil yeah, because. Marilyn is wearing a skirt and sitting a little spread legged. Yes. And- another another thing that's horrible. And she's young, so I mean, in the movie, she's they're supposed to be young, so of course they don't always sit. But everybody, <laughs> everybody is immediate. Everybody in the class when he so he dropped the pencil and he was taking. Oh, a they all blood. do. And the teacher did the thing where asked him the question. Of course, he doesn't know the answer. And then, well, you need to stand up right now. And I what can't. is it with te- That's what I my a teacher made me do that one time. I had to get up. And I didn't really want to get up because of things. I was a teacher. I can safely tell you, I never did that. I, I can, I can, I but can what say is I it never. That you don't remember that, like, if you're an adult female, you know that puberty hits at a certain time. And you would think of the kids giving you hints, like my right, legs asleep. You no, would my just other legs asleep. Yeah, no. Like you, but she wants to embarrass. That- now, the reason why it's a power trip, so she's trying to embarrass him. She does. I don't necessarily think she's thinking <clears throat> that. But I think the no, whole no, no. forcing somebody to stand up in class is about embarrassing them. Which, in a classroom of children like that at that age, you should get it. Like yeah. you should something in your brain should click eventually, and you go, "Oh, well, it okay. does." Because apparently, when he stands well, up and she makes him yeah. drop the books, basically the look on her that face. happens. Like that should be. <laughs> like I could almost see her be the woman where her husband will be like, um, you know, like trying to throw hints at her. That maybe we should have some yeah nothing she's not time and you get nothing or, like, do, you, or do you think considering it's fifty six and let's go with the real cliche or is it more of a situation where they turn all the lights out before they get right. in bed and then that's where they take their clothes off is under the covers right all it's so it's yeah it's yeah. so hidden that they it's pretty much when we when they do it it's like in secret even though they're married yeah. and adults it's and a secret can, to them and they're involved in it yeah right because it just it just drove me nuts I was like would you would you leave the boy alone just punish <laughs> yeah, him yeah, after yeah. class I mean but you did you really so need to do stand that? up I can't I, was I got a cramp in my leg yeah, stand up and put your weight on it. Uh, since how was since, since when is that? What? When yeah. did that? Well, you know, say, did he say cramp or sleep? It was a sleep. He said his legs fell asleep. So she yeah, said, so "Stand up yeah. and massage yeah. it." Yeah. yeah. She said, yeah. "Well, what I love is how leg. everybody yeah, in the class is laughing, yeah. though. That, they, they, they all know. They all they know. They all yeah. know. Yeah. And she's still going. She's completely oblivious. Yep. Completely. Every time I put my weight on like that's asleep, I've I've fallen over. It doesn't work like that. No. Oh my gosh! But then you, the, the, then you wouldn't have the joke though of of him standing up with. Yeah. Yeah. But you needed the joke. It would it, it fit though. It was a good joke, and that is and that is plausible because it has happened. That is that is even a plausible. Gene, even Gene was laughing a little bit. <laughs> Not in a <laughs> she was cracked. Listen, listen. Yeah. It's all bets yeah. off. When you, you, even though yeah. when it's your buddies. That's right. You're. Fr- I used to laugh at my friends, and so they laughed you, at me too. I they got to you. Come on, you can't get mad at that. You you gotta let it go. Oh. It's a fun scene. I was laughing out loud. It too. was. It was a. It was and a lot of it is like Daryl says. You kind of this movie takes you back, and you kind of 
remember all these embarrassing things and that you've done or have done to you and you still sit there with a little smile on your face oh yeah that's right i remember they that do kiddie, they do kid ish stuff that is believable as kids yeah. i mean and that's i kind of and that's what i think i also enjoy about the movie so much is that i sat back going you know like all those emotions that you had as kids that don't mean anything now but all those emotions where you thought i'm going to die if i don't have sex yeah. <laughs> i'm going to literally exactly explode exactly. and die hey blue balls I, is a real thing you damn right it is and i <laughs> You damn right. <laughs> so it's a serious thing. You, we gotta you, we gotta do a commercial. Like yeah. <laughs> one of those like really heartfelt. Blue balls. Do you do do you have a tenderness in your <gasps> nanny nanny hoo hoo region? Can you not stand up in class? <laughs> yeah. Can you not stand up in class? Does the mere does the mere thought of Marilyn McCauley make your balls <laughs> swell? Well, my friend. Stop crying. Stop crying. Pick up your cutie nudie magazine and get oh. to pounding, my friend. Pounding? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? You have the ointment to solve it all. I have to tell anybody. Take some of the Grecian I, formula out of your hair. <laughs> I have to throw one thing in that is just so hilarious that goes with this. If anyone's watched Ray Donovan on Showtime, that show. Yeah, I've, I've not seen it, but I'm familiar. It's one of those There's Liam Schreiber, right? On that show where his son has similarly going through puberty, where the mother's home and the son is uh, all she all of a sudden she hears this bed just pounding up against the wall. I mean, it sounds like the bed is going to crash through the entire wall and come through the house. So she runs upstairs thinking, oh, my God, what's what's going wrong? And um, her son is trying to not have that issue of of blue balls anymore. So he... For, <laughs> is he by himself? He's loving his bed, yes. But, you, but what she thought was, when she's getting closer, and what I thought was, too, I thought he snuck a girl in the room, uh -huh. and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be so embarrassing. He snuck a girl in the room, and then your mother's going to come in on you and find you with a girl. Yes, because that would be more embarrassing that. than what she walks in on. And when she finds him uh, 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 sharing a moment with his bed alone <laughs> like that, I mean, literally, <laughs> literally making love to the bed, <laughs> the, bed the bed. And just when that scene opens and she sees it, I'm thinking she probably thought the same thing. Why couldn't he just have he's not going to be the bright one? Because think... Why couldn't he just have a girl here? <laughs> why couldn't he just have a girl here? He, my this son, I, I guess I ain't getting a grandkid from this one because uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, when uh, in American Pie when yes. the dad walks in and yes. on the, him and the exactly pie. We'll, we'll just tell your mother we ate it all. Oh my god, that scene was so hilarious! I just it just made me think of this. Like it would, actor, I I would I would almost want to whoever wrote the guy that wrote that scene. I would almost want to ask him, have you seen this movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he caught that, like that stupid yeah. thing. When you're, you know, when you're going through puberty, that thing, you dumb things we do. Do you ever, do you ever think that happened between uh, Pee Wee and Cherry? Hmm. In the playhouse, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this got this got awkward. That that's that's what causes the needle to scratch across the record. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, I can't, I, that's side? an image that'll never leave. No, it won't. <laughs> not not while I'm sober. Well, you know, uh, and when you think of and when you think of where he was caught once, but that show always had that be, even before he got caught doing that. It always had an undertone of yeah, I know. I watched it. I watched it as an adult. That. It's great. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so we, next up, we have D W Brown. He plays D.W. Brown Kenny, and this guy looks very familiar to me. Yet I can't think of anything else I've seen him in, but I know I've seen him in other stuff. He is that familiar, but I never remember. He only has 16 him. credits, though, which is fascinating. I like to. I know. <clears throat> yeah, there I was mean, that Facts of Life spinoff. Yeah, he did. there was that Facts of Life spinoff they tried to do with him. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of spinoff. I remember it because there, it, it was like a pilot. Like one of the characters for Facts of Life was in it for a second, and then she's gone. And then it's just set on the family, so it was a pilot. They were trying to do a, a backdoor pilot out of it. It never happened. Yeah, it, it, it uh, yeah, the most, he, yeah, I'm always fascinated to know, was it just maybe because was acting not necessarily the main, you know, obviously it's not the main thing that you're you're doing, but I don't know, right. I, because he was in some, I mean, he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> do you remember the movie Joy of Sex? I remember that movie. I do. Oh my god, that's hilarious! I remember that one. That's another one. Yeah, yeah that is that. That's one. Of, that was one of those that I I very intentionally rented as a teenager. <laughs> okay. And, and as I recall, it wasn't nearly as raucous as one would think. No, I think I no. Very a little bit of disappointment. Yeah, I seem to recall that being the overriding yeah. feeling was that. Yeah. Oh, this isn't nearly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> But it's like he's he has a weird usually it's the they do a a couple of movies and then they just stop all together. Yes, but he doesn't. He has like several in the eighties and then one in the nineties. One he was like a in a short film and he directed a couple and he wrote a couple of Mm -hmm. short films and like it's a weird thing and it's like he would leave. It it almost looked like he had he does something else professionally. Where he makes money that way, but this is just something that he enjoys, so he dips in. Yeah, that's what that's what dips. it seems like a little bit. Because yeah. it's one thing with like if somebody's like quote unquote just a filmmaker, right? Like, right. I, I meaning that if somebody's a writer director, it takes oh, a long you know what? time. Shut to... my mouth! I just looked up his tri- trivia on him. He teaches. He oh, teaches okay. acting. Oh, okay. Calvary. So I can see that being yes. the case. Yeah. You, you work. That's your job is to teach. But yeah. you know when you and want, then he does that. that yeah. uh, the acting on the side. Exactly. Yeah, because I mean Kenny is great in this one. Yeah, the character's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I mean just the, the, when when he gets disappointed when when he kind of realizes that Bunny is leaving him. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean just look at his expression. He doesn't say anything. It's just the face. It's like it's total disappointment, and he's all it's almost like he's going to cry. Because he's not used to losing anything. It's him. No, no, that's right. What he wants. I mean, so. his parents run the the, the biggest department store. Right. Uh, so he's probably no. used to everybody in town kissing <clears throat> his ass. Yeah. The biggest department store with the sexiest mannequins. Yes. Yes. That was funny, too. Yes. <laughs> that scene was funny. Well, and I like that he, even though he's a jerk and he obviously comes to blows with Gene quite a bit, mm-hmm. yeah. they did a good job with 
never like and a lot of times in, in movies, Gene as the cool rough neck rebel without a cause kind of guy would have right. just kicked the crap out of him in the first go round, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't yeah, really. But, you know, I mean Kenny no, holds his it's own. Never too much. So you yeah, actually feel like he's a threat. you feel like he's a threat, I guess is what I'm saying. Although I am yeah, trying right. to figure out what um what is it that they call it? On the line chicken is. I get that you put the left tire on yeah. the middle line and drive at each other, but in the grand scheme of things, worst case scenario, if nobody moves, you're going to like clip each other. I mean, you're right, not going to yeah. actually do much in the way of. It, there's usually no death involved in this. Maybe that was. It was always like, okay, we'll do this, but um, we'll just kind of. Like, we, we're going to threat. We're going to have the threat of something happening, but yet we're not as brave. Yeah. So we'll it, just. Right, and it, and it yeah. was a more realistic bully bully situation yeah. that yeah. where they didn't chase him around town, but it was it just pissed. Ken, I think what it really was with Kenny is it pissed him off that this dude there was something about Bunny liked something about this guy, and he it just pissed him off. It yeah. was like I'm the one with the money, I have the connections, I'm the blah blah blah. Yeah, your parents love me, but yeah. yet and still against all the odds. Bunny still likes this dude, and it that bothered him. Like yep. it really made him hate this dude. And it's a, and come to and be real about it. If there's a girl that you're in a relationship with, and when you get ready to break up, and you know you're losing her, and she like, and you know it's some dude she likes, I'm gonna hate that dude. Yep. Even yeah. I don't know that even, guy. Even if it, that dude didn't no. know that you were right, and he no, had no, nothing no. to do with it. It's not his fault. It's, you know what? Uh, it's do. Especially when you're a teenager, right. yes, yeah. Especially then, because listen, it'd really be like handle... that now if I had if I was in love with some woman and she likes someone. Well, yeah, I'd beat the shit out of him. I'd hate him all the time. Yeah. Wouldn't even know him, but I'd hate him. <laughs> no. uh... I'd, I'd shit on his house. <laughs> <laughs> shit on my house. I would get Peter to shit on his that, house. You do realize that that, li- that one line is actually <laughs> redeemed that whole movie, right? Just, just the mileage. That movie is Basically. great. You shut your mouth. <laughs> just shut your uh, mouth. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> that was D.W. Brown. Uh, and here is where the plot thickens. You yes. guys, as much as I totally 100% appreciate the always lovely Catherine Mary Stewart mm-hmm. and the unbelievably attractive Kelly Preston. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. I'm a Jamie Gertz guy. I'm, just gonna say yes. I'm a Jamie Gertz guy, so we, we've now done the ultimate in being misogynist sexist pigs. We have now yeah. divvied up. See, actually, mm-hmm. it's not really misogyny. It's more like what 12-year-old boys do. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, so yeah. you can have Catherine Stewart and Daryl. Okay, you can have Kelly Preston. I'll uh, get Jamie Gertz. Okay. No, and damn well, okay. they probably don't want any of us for the most part, but we're just divvying it up. Oh, like I was convinced salary. that Alyssa Milano, if she could have just met me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's well, uh, now everyone sure, together. Everyone go together. <laughs> no, that's true. She would fall in love with you. Joel. Oh, it would have happened. It would have happened. I mean, I, you'd be I, the would, boss. I, I, I that's right, Angela. <laughs> so I, I cannot tell you how many copies of Bop and Teen Beat magazine I would buy and have to cut out those new kids on the block. I had sister and all girl cousins, and I I was like raised Ooh, in, in a Bop. family. I was like pretty much the only. And it's and it's very doubtful how much I was of testosterone in the equation, um, and uh, uh, lots of lots of females, lots of female influence, uh-huh. and lots of new kids on the block. I literally know every word to this day. 
to little Joey Joe McIntyre singing I Still Believe in Santa Claus on the New Kids on the Block Christmas album because my sister played it all the time. Oh, I still believe in Santa Claus. You know what I had to hear? Maybe that's just because I'm still a child at heart. No. (laughs) I still believe in old St. Nick. I'm done. Oh, my God. Still there. Mine's was all crying. Yeah, I'm crying again for, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> there, what did you say? I had to hear it all cried out by uh, what was it? What was her name? Lisa Lisa Nicole Jam. Oh I, yeah, I was oh, played yeah. every day. How does that song go again? Remind me. I know the name of the song, but I, I can't hear I, the melody. I, I, in my I'm head. not going to destroy the world. Probably because I just sang. The I'm not going to hurt the listener. New Kids on the Block Christmas song, and so I can't think of any other melodies. Look up All Cry Out, and you'll know why. I, after a while, I want to jump out the window. <laughs> she just kept playing it over and over and so, over so again. I've heard that in a long time. Rosalie was the girl that probably liked Jonathan yes. that he didn't yes. notice yes. at all. Now, she was the one, though, that they gave the one slightly yeah, off putting uh, attribute. Uh, she has braces, I guess. Yes. And yeah. then they take them off and it's like, hell <laughs> Yeah, that was, she was one like the one ugly duckling who uh yeah, that was the one yeah, silly who, who through the movie the, the first the braces came off and then she kind of the the ponytails uh, the right. kind of disappeared too and then she, she lost the glasses too and Yeah. He did yeah. And and you know what? We're dumb. We're dumb. <laughs> When we're growing up, and we don't, I'm. There were play, There's nothing like finding out years later how many women liked you when you when you were kids, and you just didn't get it. Did you're too dumb. It appears like what? After did, somebody wait, what? <laughs> they did. Yeah, I found that. No, like, no. Oh, I've, seen know, I, of, I've seen pictures uh, of myself, school pictures. No, how the hell could they like me? Yeah, really. which is what? That's what I'm saying. That's why when <laughs> she said, "Yeah, I did have a crush on you in the first uh, our freshman year," and you go, "Huh? Were you high? Were you and high? you want to go back?" And I found that out like in senior year when we we're all about to go away from each other, and I'm like, uh, "What?" I had a girl named Jessica who was my girlfriend for about a nanosecond, and she was the you know the taller, uh, pretty blonde type. And I don't think she would ever have told anybody that it was like a summer camp kind of deal. You know, I'm like 13, 12, whatever. You know, I didn't even get a kiss, nothing. Okay, puppy love. But you know what she told me? It's it, it, it's 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 mildly uh-huh. humorous and ironic. Now she uh-huh. told me the main reason why she wanted to be my girlfriend: my hair. <laughs> Did that left you? Oh, so basically the one thing that I had going for me, kids, was the hair. Now I have. It to was see so the scared hair. of my face. Now I have to see pictures of it you. It ran. Hair. Yeah, it was not. I don't really, especially at that time, it wasn't anything to write home about. It was sort of like that uh, Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry look from. <laughs> I have got to see this now. Yeah. Oh, and no, the, the one you love, the one you love, is what I had in high school when I played football because I had that sort of pseudo Keanu Reeves and point break kind of long like where it's I, long on top and like and like a ponytail I, 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 I will get I will get I will get pictures I will get pictures you don't get pictures out in the next couple of days and we don't see this okay I will put up some pictures 
In fact, you should put as a picture of for this episode. Oh, that'd be crazy. You should put one of those pictures. I up. should put the uh, my high school glamour shot senior picture. Yes, because I'm wearing glasses and yes. I have and I actually had blonde hair. I was blonde like as a baby. I was I had blonde curly hair and apparently according to my mom, everyone thought it would go to her, you have the most beautiful little girl. Oh, she God. is gorgeous. Oh, and my mom was like, because my mom was a little bit of a hippie, so my hair was like kind of long. And she's like, oh. I have got this girl has a tinkle. Your yeah. daughter has a tinkle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, I have to see this. You know what? End this show right now and let's go find these pictures because I have to see this right now. Oh, yeah, now. absolutely. I think, I think there's a picture of me I posted with hair. Uh-huh. And a lame ass mustache, and I was thin. <laughs> I and I was see you thin. In the and what I want the world to know is that this is, if they go by hair quotient, this is the least amount of hair. Oh. The, this podcast yes. has the least amount of hair <laughs> yeah. than any other podcast. Well, if we're talking about on the top of one's head. See, the yes, thing that happens, kids, is when you get older, your hairline becomes afraid of your face. Yeah, and it, it runs, runs away yeah. and goes <laughs> to every other part of your body except for where it should be. So, yes. do you, Boys There's an image girls. for That's you. That's why people that are grown. I have. It, oh, I have. It's a buddy of mine who never lost his hair. I hate uh, him every time I see him. It, that damn beautiful hair. So we also have uh, other great actors and actresses in the movie. Better, but of course, I, I would be beyond remiss if I didn't mention again Terry O'Quinn's in this movie. And I have a theory. Do you think that the people who made because this part in this is pretty small, relatively speaking. And he didn't really blow up, blow up as an actor until probably around stepfather time, right? I mean, when you say that's when he's finally yeah. starting to get bigger, yeah. leading parts, because he did uh, in '89, he was in Blind Fury. It wasn't a huge part, but he's in that. He was no. in The Rocketeer in '90, or was that '90? I remember him in Blind Fury. Though. That was a, that was yeah, that was '90, I think. So The Rocketeer. Yeah. So we did in '89. I think it was '89. Stepfather two had come out. So here's my theory based on how. <laughs> Angry, he has a couple of outbursts, and and eighty five was also when Silver Bullet came out, so he was yes. in that. I I have a theory. Do you think that the makers of the stepfather saw this and saw the potential for his? Like he looks so father knows best, dad next door, all American, rah rah rah, mm-hmm. whatever. But there's that potential for just <clears throat> rage. Yeah, because when he goes in, like when he gets angry, yeah. oh, and it's he, scary, dude. When like, he yells, oh, like, thin, bald even when man, you're bigger than him, you, oh, he would make me wet my pants. I'm pretty like he seems the kind of guy that, especially think of him as John Locke on Lost. Like I imagine yes. if that dude hits you, it's one of those things where he doesn't look necessarily. It, it'll, it'll hurt. Yeah, like he's like that 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 real like sinewy, just like you would just kind of like give him a pat on the shoulder. You're like, dude, you're like a freaking brick. And he, yeah, and, and when he hits you, it hurts, and he'll follow it up with that look. Yeah. And I could see him being really a mentor. Hurt. Like, if he's a mentor or something or related to you, like, I could see him just yell something at you to make you feel horrible. And what's funny is I think yeah. in real life he's, like, the most zen, chill dude. I bet you he is, and <laughs> those are the ones that could do that. Yeah, like they could, yeah. they like could Morgan, do, like, That's right, like Morgan in Walking Dead. I swear to God, if they kill him, I swear to I know. I'm sitting there waiting for them. To Dude, just they better not. And somebody's all, I go read people on message boards. Well, oh, you know what's coming. They're setting it up, buddy. I can see it happen. I will say it. I I, I really love the character Rick and where he's gone. I'd rather they take, them take him out at this point. Wow. Because to me, Morgan represents. I might have to cut this whole thing out, aren't I? Tangent time. It's tangent. You're going to write angry letters. I I need a sound bite. I need a sound bite. That's what I need to make. I'm going to write a note to myself. Make a sound bite, like a little jingle. It's tangent time. Tangent time. Ah, Never mind. I won't do that tangent. I have to come up with my jingle.
Needless yeah. to say, I'm going to be PO'd if they kill off Morgan. I know. Okay, well, so... uh you have that, a song by? Oh, yeah, I think I did have one more sound bite I wanted to play. Um, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Okay, hold on. Can you feel it? Oh, yeah. I remember the song. I see the rain is calling. Sing it, Lisa, Lisa. I'm slowly dying. But the rain will hide my time. I don't want to know this by heart. Hold up. Wait. Hey, ready? Where's mine? Oh, come on. You got to be on here. I find it disturbing that I typed in, I still believe in Santa Claus. And one of the first things on YouTube that comes up is I uh, by Suicide Friendly. Uh, what? <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I want to know about this yeah. band. What is this? No, I don't know. It's the name <laughs> of the person's YouTube channel. When I was much younger than today. What? This person that don't sound person. like a new I know. kid's on a block. Hold on. Is that you? Is that you, Joel? No, it's not me. I wish it was. You've got to see the video. Up on the roof, somebody raised my hands. It does look like you. I believe in Santa Claus. happening to us oh my god that i is... swear to god i thought that was you <laughs> i swore i thought it was you too <laughs> oh, I really god. Did. oh god i'm so happy we're all grown-ups oh, oh my god dear lord that was worth every <sighs> you know what sucks they don't have it on here it doesn't suck you probably hated it so much you destroyed it <laughs> i brought every copy yeah. your hate yeah. destroyed it all it out of reality all right, I'm Aren't, you happy we, Aren't you happy we played that song for you, Daryl? Uh, did we no. plan that quickly while you were tinkling? No, that was not a good thing. Okay, sorry. And guess what I just found? I have- oh, this is my song. You better be I know yeah. this song. You're right. Not live. No, no, here, here, here. here, 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 here. <laughs> this is what I don't know. See? Wow. Little Joel with his hair. With his little girl hair. Maybe that's the trick we need. We need. We need. In a world of make-believe. Bring it, come on. Sing it. Bring us home. Oh, my God. You're recording this, aren't you, Dallas? I did. Yes. I'm recording this, too. I have not stopped. I haven't either. I do know that other song, though. That other one you played that they did? I know that song. Well, I think somebody used that to start off the video that they put on their YouTube channel. Oh, I know that song. Which really is kind of That was a good song. Oh, if you say so. All right, so let's see. What else did we not cover yet? Uh, story feels organic, blah, blah, blah. Complex inner lives, emotional weight, blah, blah, blah. 
Blah, blah. Oh, even had a ubiquitous montage, but yet it added something to the characters and their relationships, which I found. Well, it, it was a great way to pass time. But it was, but it also felt like time had passed. That's what it was for. Look, one of my favorite of all time is in Over the Top, Meet Me Halfway Across the Sky. Okay. <laughs> but the whole point of that is so that Stallone can flex because nothing really happens. No. But this one, you felt like what, something happened. What to happen? I really don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought all the characters had great chemistry. I think we can all agree with that. Oh, and the music. Like, this actually had, like, a lot of these movies, because I would imagine this was not low budget, but not. A huge budget. I doubt it'd be a big budget for but this. It was loaded with fifties pop, like good yes. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Elvis was the only one. They even make a reference to a point. He goes, "How come?" Yeah, but Elvis was on the soundtrack. Was he? Yeah, he's in even in the trailer. Don't be cruel. Did That's that? Sound, the, but was it his version? Did it play in? It the, might not be his version. Was though. it? Did it play in yes, the movie? It really? It was. Yes. I thought it was someone. Because I was thinking, no, I can see no, his no. stuff being too expensive for them to get. Is where I'm going. No, 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 not at all. It's uh, when uh, Jonathan gets Bunny, uh, so they can, so uh, Gene and Bunny can talk at the uh, the end. Okay. You yeah. never hear them. You, you you see them talk and argue, and which you I loved that. I loved that it was all yeah. from Jonathan's point of view because that could have been this cheesy scene where we see them going back and forth, and oh, I love you, no, you hate me, oh, go with me, I can't, blah blah blah. With things we've seen all before, but they show it all from Jonathan's point of view, so you just see their body yeah, language. Yeah, you yeah. see Jonathan's yep. reactions. I like that. I thought it was great. Well, have you ever been that dude caught between the? You know both of them, and they're dating, yeah. and you have to yep. be the go between when things don't work out so well. Yeah, that's what I liked. It was that's always that, his story. That's like, perfect. Yeah, and it's yeah. Jonathan's story, so it made yeah, sense Jonathan's for that. Story. Yeah, it was good. I, I like. He grew up. This yeah. is this is him growing up. I may have just had a hundred forty pound Great Pyrenees push open the closet door, like he's like telling me something. Oh, you want to go out? No. Right. Tell us, boy. Where where is the children in the well? Where are they? (laughs) No, I have to go poop. Oh, Oh, you or the dog? I think he meant him. Maybe the dog knows when Joel has to poop. You never know. We have him very well trained. Good dog. (laughs) Trained that well. It's time. It's like some dogs show up to your door with the slippers or the newspaper. Not mine. He's got the uh, the role of uh, Sherman. You got to (laughs) go. He's got the charm in his mouth. It's all drooled on. It's wet. It's and the poopy party time. The toilet paper's all matted together, and it's gross. Poopy <laughs> party. No, he wanted to hear us talk about the music. That's yeah, why yes. he came in. So, yeah, that's right. It's loaded. It's American graffiti I loaded. I love it. Yes, it is. I mean, really and I mean, I grew up with this. And I mean, I didn't grow up in the 50s, of course. But I mean, mom and dad. And especially the lives we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my my parents I mean, as well. Me too. I grew up with yeah. a lot of classic rock and stuff because I mean, my parents this, were... uh, That's another thing that's good about this. Uh, I mean, that's lift, lifting this movie to a whole nother level. It's the music. And the whole 50s vibe, actually. It looks... We touched about this. Yes. The movie looks great. But without I mean, feeling forced. Like, it doesn't have that yes. artificial no, 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 look not, of the no, time. No. Yeah. Nothing of this movie. Nothing of this movie feels forced yeah. or contrived. or any, It feels real, like Daryl said at the, the start. It's real. So should we uh, at least, I think we have some people in the audience right now, Vince being one of them, because he actually yeah, sent me a message when he realized we were doing this now. And, and I he said, might, he go- have, might have let the cat out of the bag. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he, he, go, he goes, oh, man, I, I love mischief. I wish I could do mischief with you guys. I said, well, don't worry. You're going to get to do The Last American Virgin. Because <laughs> every yeah. time I say yeah. that, it's funny. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If we don't address the fact that 
almost I'm still debating whether it was gratuitous or not. Mm. Um, there's a, oh, that a scene. what's that? That scene. That's that scene. Yes. Okay. So this movie would have been rated R no matter what. They drop f bombs. I mean, they they kept the honest yeah. language. I mean, he looks at a nudie <laughs> magazine and you see it. But up but to it's, that, it's some it's some it's some risque stuff in here. Yeah, but uh, it's not uh, American not, pie. No, not it's not Porky's. It's not Revenge of the no. Nerds. So no, not at all. And, and then and then you have the deflowering of Jonathan with Marilyn. Right. And yes. I figured, okay, you get to see a little boobage. It was, you know, I think that's what the only thing I could conclude was this. It didn't feel exploitative because no, actually you see her take the, you know, the, the top comes off. You see her momentarily. And then when she turns around to get back to get in the bed, you see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Well, even the be- even prior to that, the begging in the car. Who has not been in that situation? Well, yeah, that was very uh, realistic. That was very. But I like guess what I'm saying is, do you think because it's taking place in the 50s and every all the media from the 50s, all the movies and everything, it's so mm-hmm. cut away. This was a very meant to be a very realistic depiction of what teen lovemaking or you know lust, whatever, would have been. Yeah, yeah, lust was right. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, that's also in the scene. I mean, when they're uh, uh, undressing each other, and he's kind of he's looking at trying to look at her eyes. You know, oh, you know, it yeah. really set it up too. This is another this is another thing that made me think of growing up. The what? first time you ever you were ever going to spend the night with a, with a girl, for your first time, and you're plan- and you've been thinking about this for seventeen all- years. Yes, so. You you think and you in your mind you're like anything can go wrong because nothing can be this happy like you, there's <laughs> no reason you would ever have this much joy like this this has to go wrong right yeah and I mean and that's she, kind of what you see in his face when I mean, she plays with him and she says oh I don't feel well because she said yeah. her parents are gonna be away for the week and he can he can be with her. <laughs> oh I don't feel well the look on his face. I think we should cancel that yeah. was her Mean Girl moment by the way yeah. that was that, the one. Oh yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was that was the mean girl moment. Yeah, or just I mean, or just the girl you're with giving you shit because she knows you want it really bad. Which, speaking of them, when they were in the car fumbling around, mm-hmm. did you catch that was actually a brilliant bit of writing with the callback early on in the movie when Gene asks Jonathan if he has a car, he tells him no. He goes, but my dad lets me use his car, and he's all proud uh-huh. of it. Like it's a Studebaker. It's a Studebaker. And to which Gene responds with, "Girls won't." Go for you know, put out for a Studebaker. Uh-huh. Yeah, you gotta be a Ford or a Chevy, blah blah blah. So, a little later on, when they are fumbling around and they and he rips her panties rip off, and they have the they have the it's actually very much the shot from the VHS cover and the DVD cover, yeah, where they fall yeah. out and she's underneath them, kind of looking up, and uh-huh. Bunny and Gene are standing there staring at them, laughing, and he gets out. And like, oh yeah, gosh, yeah, and you get that door fixed. Yeah, and he goes, and I can't remember the exact phrasing of what he says, but he says, yeah, you, you, you know, it's because it's a Studebaker, and the idea yeah, that, like that yeah. yeah, that throwback. So that's what you know. She, he told him, girls mm-hmm. won't want to do things with you in a Studebaker, and this, I, I, and he ends up blaming the car. I don't know. I like the fact that they they made that. And speaking of that shot and that being on the cover, uh-huh. I actually found something interesting, and I don't. It seems we yes. you know what I'm talking about, right? You know where I'm going with this, Peter? Yes. Censorship? Yeah, but is it? Probably. You think so? I don't know, because the the, the cover we had here, the panties are on, are on his finger. 
Well, here I'm. I'm posting. I've actually just sent a but link to both of you on, for VHSCollector.com because it looked like it's supposed to be on his finger. It is. Yeah. It is. Do you see the From link, Daryl? Do you see the link I just posted? Yeah, I, okay. I just click, I just got it. Okay, click it and then look at the. This is the image from the original VHS, and this is the VHS cover I remember. I thought I was missing something when I saw the. Yeah, in, it, yeah. In the original, you could see her underwear. They're not ripped, mm-hmm. which would have been probably creepy. Uh, <laughs> hanging from his hand as he's right. they're kind of yep. spilling out of the car. Well, yeah, the censorship. In the new DVD cover, he's. It reminded me. You remember when ET was re-released back in two thousand two, and they erased all the. And even Spielberg has gone on record, I think, since then to say, yeah, that was a bad idea. It was dumb. And yeah. they had like all the feds, all the cops, and they erased their guns. So they basically yeah. like they're walking around with like their fingers in the. It's again. Walkie talkies. Like, totally. It's like, yeah, because God knows federal authorities wouldn't have weapons if they were they thought an alien was on the loose. Anyway, um, but that's the only that thing I could come up with. Weird. Why? Why? Do you think they maybe thought yeah. it was like a sexual assault thing? No, they probably thought it would if, if a child is if you're walking around the, the uh store and a child, you know, you're walking with the kid and maybe if a child would happen to see that cover, they would, you know, okay. it would offend them. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I, and I mean, but I mean, I touched upon this before. I mentioned it before. Uh, it, it even went further here in Sweden uh, with mm-hmm. the censorship. It's a lot of that. I mean, this, I mean, you, you uh, this, this movie was cut. This was censored. What? Well, I'm was pretty, the, the I, sex I, scene? I can see that. Man. The sex scene was gone. It, it's like you all the way up to where they're kind of uh, when she says they can play and he can put it in a little bit and blah, blah, blah. But then when, the, you know, when they start start on you her head hits the <laughs> the wall and so where the dog is watching them all that was gone well okay wait wait they show yes all the other business mm-hmm. yes but when her head bumps the headboard that was where they had Gotta to draw the damn out. line the, the right. whole the whole the whole <laughs> sex scene was gone but wow. the the uh, the build-up to it where she gets naked and gets in bed, and he gets right. in bed. And Your all censors that, blah, blah, blah. were weird. Like at least our censors are I, consistently oh, 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 proved. You're telling me? Yeah. You're telling me they're weird. How did they censor the scene in the car? Did they censor that when he's? No, trying no, to... no. That what was missing was uh, the, the 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 sex scene and uh, the big fight between uh, Gene and. Uh, oh, for the love of God! Uh, Kenny. Really? No, uh, what was missing was when Kenny. Was it Ken? No, that wasn't Ken. One of his one of his uh, friends throws Jonathan over the counter. No, I think Kenny what does. Was? I think you're right. I think Kenny what does. Kenny? Yeah, yeah. That was missing. So when he says uh, he comes about, I think I broke my arm. It makes no I sense. Was, no, I was. Yeah, it has was, to. Uh, with with my dad, and he turned around in his uh, in his chair and said, "What the hell just happened?" I'm curious about this now. Did they tell, like, could you, when you got your copy, did it say edited for whatever? No, 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 no. no. You, you didn't know, you just get a movie, you just assumed no, the movie was well, messed up. We kind of knew it. No, there was, it, it has been through the censorship. There was a little, uh, the, all, all the. They got to put a tag on it that has been. Yeah, yeah, there was a little tag that has been uh, approved by the. the, the yeah, censorship. that's law. They got to do that. That, yeah. could, uh, that could mean basically anything. You should have seen the, the version we got from uh, Schwarzenegger's Commando. <laughs> Oh man! And it was three <laughs> minutes long, I, I, and it's him with his daughter lifting yeah, logs. Think, That's I, it. I, I think did they take out the language too? No, no, no. Language didn't uh, bother. Language didn't full okay. frontal nudity. Totally no cool with their sensors. Apparently, right. head heads bumping headboards, head bumping, and and guys fighting. slap fighting. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. when you got to stop. That's the line. And if you and if you knew any martial arts, that was basically. Oh, no, no, big no, no. And if your name was Schwarzenegger or Stallone or stuff like that, I mean, 
I think there were 15 minutes missing that is from fascinating. Did Cobra, did, how much of Cobra did they let you watch? Like 15 You got to see minutes? the car driving around. That was what <laughs> you got on. to watch. Cobra was banned. Really? We had, we, had, we had movies banned here, too. So Why am I not surprised? Wow. It was rough. We had, the haze. We had the haze code. We've never done Cobra. Why have we never done Cobra? I, we got to do Cobra. So, well, well, we, we will. Oh, we okay. will, my friend. Okay. I love Cobra. I do too. I remember. I, I love that, that car. Already. All right, tangent enough. Yes, Please. enough. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, we, we just steered off a little so, bit. We so yes. About- so for those uh, that are that are uh, lecherous, <clears throat> Daryl and Peter. Yes. Kelly Preston is completely naked in this movie. Yes. Yep. So. But that wasn't even the hottest scene. Like the hottest. No, it really was. It was. It was so fumbly and awkward that it really wasn't. Right. The hot scene was when they were in the car and they were making out, and he was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Stop!" But just the yeah. way that she said it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! But sexy. really, that was a sexy scene to me. Yeah. We. Oh, Jonathan, we shouldn't let it go any further than this. But, but don't. I always feel but so don't good. Stop right now. No, but don't I mean, stop. Not right. We got to stop though. But just. Yeah. You don't Not have to right stop now. right now. But no. They so, can see us. No. Is no. it a safe bet yep. to say that you both kind of like this movie? Yes. Let's, let's put it this way. This is one of my absolute favorites. I watch this all the time. Okay. I will watch this again. I will watch it again. That, that to me is the mark. If I'm, because I, I, time is, you know, at a premium. So I feel like if I'm going to watch a movie, I mean, there's certain movies. When I was a kid, I would watch. There were movies I watched, you know, hundreds of times. But, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now there's certain movies I will revisit. But usually I'll let, you know, some even movies that I love that I've, I have watched a gajillion times that I'm willing to watch a gajillion more, I still will let a decent amount of time pass before I'll watch them again. But this one I could definitely see. It may not be, you know, in a month, but I could see myself within another year or so. You know what? Yeah, I, I want to watch that again. At least part of it. I like to want you know, it's a good movie. It's not... I don't feel like it's a waste of time. I don't feel dumber for having watched it. Wasn't it wasn't hokey. It wasn't, wasn't hokey. The acting is all great. It's filled with people that I love as far as their performances. And no, it's it's like one that I've seen it so many times. I kind of basically know it by heart by now. But uh, so if I just throw, I don't have to. If I put it on the background, I I don't have to really pay attention to know what's right. going on, and I I still right. get the movie in my head. You know what? You know what? Yeah, it's it's comfort food yeah. again. Yeah, it is. It, it would be a great movie to have on you. You're doing something else that doesn't require extreme focus, and you just kind of have it on the background. You're right. That's the kind totally. of totally like yeah. if you're at the yeah, gym, I mean, and yeah, you're on the mic or something. Sure. You you can sure look at yeah, something. I mean, it, it, just the dialogue and the the music, and you, yeah, it's. Uh, I love this movie so. So we all say this is so one much. worth remembering. That is what we're saying. Oh, yes. Yes. Very much it worth is. remembering. Daryl, where can the beautiful people that listen to this fine, fine show find you beyond this, the boundaries, the box uh, that we're putting you in right now? Where can they? <laughs> if you're on Twitter, you can find me at The Voice123. Um, and I do a couple of podcasts. Myself. Just a couple. Just a couple of my podcasts. Yeah. On Nine the. Uh, 763 or something. You go to com and you can uh, check. You can check me on some of those. We have a network of, of different podcasts. Uh, uh, just like there's a family of uh, podcasts net on a network for this show as well. Yes, so. yes. The, the Movie Podcast Network, which again, uh, I will put together something so that I don't have to freaking remember all the awesome shows. <laughs> yeah. We are very fortunate to be uh, lumped in with 
I sort of, I sort of feel like there are these great shows where guys would like do these uh, amazing marathons of, of movie talk, and after like a, an hour and twenty eight minutes, I'm like, I gotta go pee pee. I can't. My knees hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such a I don't movie. know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I I'm sure they have a pause button too. They probably do. They probably do. I would think uh, so. Peter. Yes. Where can they get more Peter? <laughs> I've been wanting to say that for so long. <laughs> Well, you can put my address in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> How can they find you just so they can get a little bit more see, Peter? <laughs> see, it doesn't really matter what I say now because it'll be taken in the wrong way. Exactly. Well, it'll, I it'll promise be taken? to pull out. I promise to pull out in time. Oh, <gasps> uh, yes. Yeah, so so ForgottenFlicks.com, yeah, yeah. I believe, is yes. uh, one of the locations. Yes. Which kind of makes and, sense uh, since you're on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it kind of. And you've yeah. written like a, you've written at least, at least as many reviews on ForgottenFlakes.com dot com as Daryl's done podcasts at this point. I think Daryl has done more podcasts. I, okay, than. that's fair. That's fair, yeah. but not by much. Yeah. No. Yeah. At least thousand. And, and I can be found right here every week. I'm sorry. <laughs> With a with a dog that tells you it's time to poop, and 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 you know when everybody when I when I tell these two I got to go, I finally I really have to pee. I'm only going to be using it just as an excuse so I can play. Let's make this Christmas Thanks for listening. And for even more retro movie goodness, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and feel free to leave a review. It helps more people find out about the show. And a special thanks to JV at YourSecretIdentity.com for all the fantastic music you've heard throughout this show. So swing on by ForgottenFlix.com where we've got great retro reviews, articles, games, tons of past podcast episodes and interviews, and more. (laughs) 